Welcome to the next podcast from Millinery Info. This episode is with Bethany Brekovich, who is part of the team that founded Virtual Fashions on the Field. COVID-19 has brought on a time of uncertainty around the world. Many events and businesses have been impacted by the physical restrictions that have been put in place that are aiming to help prevent the spread of this virus. The Fashions on the Field community has found a way to continue to connect and share their style and outfits through a new platform. We hope you enjoy hearing from Bethany about the development of this project. This episode is possible thanks to the support of our podcast sponsors, the Millinery Association of Australia, Catherine Cherry Millinery, the Hat Academy, the Essential Hat, and Louise McDonald Milliner. If you would like to show your support of the podcast, we invite you to become one of our sponsors. Thank you so much for joining me today, Bethany. It's lovely to have you as part of the podcast. Um, I thought we should start with just giving an idea of what Virtual Fashions on the Field is. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Lauren. I'm really excited to be here. Virtual Fashions on the Field is a new competition that is the brainchild of five of the biggest bloggers and names in Fashions on the Field. We're a um, passionate community located around Australia and New Zealand, but we do have followings in the UK, Ireland and America also. Um, and basically when the Prime Minister announced that there are no more races going and therefore no more fashions on the field, um, us five ladies came together and all sort of had the same idea to take our passion for millinery and fashion and um, take it online so that we support our milliners and dressmakers um, during the lockdown. That's such an incredible initiative. So who is part of that team? Yeah, so um, myself, which uh, my name's Bethany Brekovich. I'm a Fashions on the Field blogger here in WA. And my friend Milano Ime, she is a blogger from Queensland, quite well known. Um, also my friend Vera, she owns Get Racy, which is a millinery and accessory online store um, and she specialises in fashions on the field. So us three, um, we are the admin team. So we run the, the program uh, week to week, day to day. And then we also have our two friends, Emma Scadalo. She is from uh, It's All About the Sash, which is a huge Instagram account just for best dress winners. And then we have Angela Menz. She's so well known. She's won National Maya Fashions on the Field. Um, and us five together, we uh, all had the same idea. And um, we, saw, we were talking about it. We were on our own pages talking about it. And um, it just organically came up that someone was like, oh, I think Vera's doing that. And I know Bethany's doing that. And uh, we got together on that Friday night and just started talking about uh, how we're going to save our hobby. and and also hundreds of jobs of our dear milliners that we love. Such a fantastic initiative. So how long was it between when you the the team met up and then once the the campaign launched? Look, we moved pretty quickly. So uh, I was actually doing a live on the Friday afternoon after ScoMo said there's no races basically from the following weekend. Um, and I think there was a collective kind of freak out in the community because like we invest a lot of money in our millinery 
So we had all started this huge process and we were like, oh my God, now we have no events. And as we all started, and when I say we all, when Vera and Milano and Em and Angela and I all started to talk about this initiative, we knew we kind of had to move with it pretty quickly because if we didn't, our milliners would lose jobs, um, dressmakers would lose orders. So we thought, and the girls needed something to look forward to. Like I know for me, going to the track is um, something really fun that's just for me that I look forward to in my manic mum life. Um, and it's, you know, I'm either in Kmart or Couture. So, you know, I really look forward to that creative outlet. And, um, yeah, so I think we started talking on the Friday night and by the Saturday we'd started to release little bits of information saying, don't worry, don't cancel your orders. We're going to do something and it's going to be big um, and it's going to join all of these accounts. So we were kind of, we wanted to reassure the community that they had something to look forward to. Absolutely. So what is the structure of the event? So because we are um, five women and we are based all around Australia, we wanted to um, structure it so that the upcoming race days that have been cancelled, that their events were captured. Uh, so we structured it uh, sort of like a fashions on a field event that you would have at the track. So we have four rounds. Um, so each week there is a round and women or men can enter. So there's three women's weeks where women from around Australia and New Zealand can enter. And then there is a week of men's. And then we have a supreme round. And that round basically brings the winners from each of those weeks together to compete for the supreme sash of who is crowned the supreme fashions on the field winner from Australia and New Zealand. And you have just announced the winners from the first heat, the first round. How many, tell us a little bit about that. How many did you have enter and what was it like to see the entries come through? Look, I'm really excited. It, um, we were kind of blown away. So obviously we knew we were going to get some traction but we didn't realise how much traction we'd get. So we had over 82 applicants in the first round, which is huge. And we also had quite a few people enter that unfortunately didn't follow the guidelines, so we weren't able to be included this week. So 82 people were able to successfully get their entry in this week. And I'm proud as punch that a WA girl actually won. So a very um, well-known girl here in WA, Christina Vasco, took out the win. Um, and the out, like the standards of the outfits were phenomenal. And they showcased some of Australia's best millinery and fashion. Um, and particularly uh, fashion on the field is uh, its own fashion niche. So to see that beautiful autumn millinery um, just warms my heart. It's absolutely beautiful. And, uh, yeah, we were absolutely thrilled. And the second round is well underway now. And we are seeing it's just as popular as the first. And the standard is so high. So we are absolutely thrilled with um, what's happening in our community. Great. And what criteria are you, you mentioned about the standard? So you have a criteria you're judging to. What are you looking for in the outfits? 
Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, we have the best of the fashions on the field personalities judging. So we thought let's bring in let's bring in the big wigs. Let's um, make sure we have such a fair competition. So it wasn't ourselves judging the rounds. Um, so this week we have four of the last Maya national winners for fashions on the field judging, and as fashions on the field is a specific um, genre. So in or in autumn and winter, we go for millinery that is seasonally appropriate. So we want to see leathers, um, heavy laces, heavy fabrics. We don't want to see any straw or raffia. Um, fabrics are okay also. Felts are beautiful and wool. All those kind of luscious, beautiful, heavy fabrics that um, really set off the fashions that we're seeing on catwalks for um, autumn and winter around the world. So uh, how does someone send in their entry? Perfect. So if someone's listening and they'd love to um, get involved with this amazing competition, they can head to our website. It's www.virtualfotf.com. And if they have a read of our terms and conditions, they can see how to enter that way. The easiest way to enter is just to take three photos of the front of your outfit, the back of your outfit, and a close-up of whatever detail you'd like to highlight. And then email that through to us at virtualfotf at gmail.com. Fantastic. But very important, you said before, make sure that everyone reads the criteria because you do have things that you, you require for the entry to be valid. Is that right? Absolutely. We want people to follow traditional autumn and winter fashions on the field criteria, which of course includes the millinery that I mentioned. But, you know, making sure we always like to have knees covered, shoulders covered, um, a lovely little sleeve details, always beautiful in autumn. And we do love those heavier fabrics in richer, earthier tones for this time of year, just to mimic what's happening in nature. And you have the support of quite a few industry um, bodies and businesses. Could you tell us a little about a little bit about who's supporting the competition? Yeah, sure. So um, as I was saying, we did put the call out quite early into um, coming up with this idea for virtual fashions on the field. So we really put a call out to all the milliners that we know. We all of us, um, Vera Milano, M. Angela and myself all have quite large followings and so we wanted to say to our um, milliners, dressmakers and all the companies that follow us, you know, we want to help you guys, we want to support you, how, how would you um, like to get involved in this? So a lot of the times um, companies have donated vouchers um, or already created pieces um, and in return we're actually um, advertising their businesses and trying to let the girls know about all these new amazing um, milliners that are out there. Um, so we have amazing milliners like Sessa Millinery. She created one of the winning pieces for Maya last year. Holly Barker Millinery. She's one of my favourite milliners here in WA. Um, we have Eve Till Dawn. Oh, her crowns are amazing. Um, yeah, we have so many amazing people that we work with and from all kinds of industries as well. I initially thought it would be just milliners and the fashion industry, but actually we've had financial firms donate, um, health and lifestyle people donate. We've also had um, magazines donate. So lady, ladies in racing have 
um, kindly offered subscriptions to all our winners as well. So we're really surprised. And we've even had, uh, this one really got me, we've had people who wish to remain anonymous donate money um, for our winners because they love seeing the fashion at the races. And they said they're really cool. I know. I'm just like blown away by this because I know when I'm at the track and um, how I initially got into fashions on the field was I was at the track having a punt one day and I said to Nonna, I said, Nonna, who are all those beautiful girls and where are they going? And Nonna said, oh, Bethany, they're the fashions on the field girls. And I thought, oh, I need to get involved with this. You know, I any excuse to wear a hat. So, um you know, that beautiful community spirit of people just donating money because they love the art form. I, I really find that so, so heartwarming. That's wonderful. And if you had any feedback, so the race days, unfortunately, have been cancelled due to um, government restrictions and the social uh, well, physical distancing requirements at the moment. Um, have you had any feedback from uh, the tracks themselves about how you've managed, how you have continued the legacy of their events? We're really lucky. It's people like Gold Coast um, Racing. Um, we've also had other trainers, like actual horse trainers, donate to us as well. Um, the response has been really positive um, and we're absolutely grateful for their support. I know Tasmanian Racing, um, Tasmania has such an amazing fashions on the field community and they've got behind us and supported us too. You know, it is a small community and I know that we do bring beauty to the track and it's another attraction for the track. Um, we've had nothing but good words said about us from uh, race courses, but we've also seen a swing where race courses are now doing their own virtual fashions on the field competitions, which we think is great. We're like the more than the area um, for us. It's keeping. It's about keeping our community together um, during this time because while we do come together um, for fashion, our community runs so much deeper than that. I've made lifelong friends, and you know, you really do get to know the people in this community. I, I think my car knows how to drive to Holly Barker, my milliner's place, off by heart. I could pretty much drive there in my sleep, and I really care about her and her family and um, I, I know the same can be said for people all around Australia and New Zealand and all around the world so um, yeah with the fact that the tracks are getting behind us too and doing their own thing really to me is a compliment and um, you know I can't I'm devastated Karakata is not running tomorrow or is running but I can't go there so I'm still going to have a punt it's a it's a beautiful little community that I'm passionate about and um anything we can do to help out the track themselves and also the associated businesses at this time is what it's all about. Absolutely. And do you have any um, favourite outfits that you've seen so far in the competition? That is a tough one because the standard is so high, but there has been, okay, so Christina who won last week's round, I saw her outfit and I was like, oh my God, I die for it. Like it is just divine. It has this beautiful pill box um, with a bow at the back and it, it's just so elegantly and tastefully done. It's black, but there looks like there's hints of gold through it and it's absolutely stunning. And her, her dress is red with a slight puff and to me it's quite a nod to Spanish fashion which I'm really into at the moment um, so that was a standout 
And then I'm a sucker for a homemade outfit. So when I see girls and they've made their outfits themselves, that, oh, I, I, ooh and ah for so many reasons. But, um, yeah, there was a lady last week called Sky and she was wearing an outfit that was made by someone's mum. And I just thought that is beautiful. And I love the stories behind the outfits. One of um, a very well-known lady called Sarah, who's a doctor, entered last week. And she put together her outfit based on the memory of her father. So she was wearing a beautiful leather black cap and her father was a police person. And she, she'd come out with this whole outfit out of respect for him. And, yeah, outfits like that with a bit of a story behind them really stand out to me. I love to see that. I love that creativity and heart together is just, yeah, it's beautiful. Fantastic that you're able to offer an outlet for the uh, for the community to be able to share these outfits because um, a lot of these outfits might have already been put together for months for these race days. How you, you yourself, you said you're, you're a fashions on the field, um, absolute lover and um, advocate for the industry. How how long have you been involved in the community for? I've been involved for quite a few years now. I actually did have my own business um, in the industry for a while too. While I was studying and I was home on maternity leave, I had my own styling business in fashions on the field that I ran for quite a few years. Um, look, I've always loved going down to the track. So I've been at the track for quite a while and I had loved dressing up. And I had seen the girls very dressed up, but I wasn't sure how to actually participate um, for quite some time. And I think that's the brilliance of social media and the virtual platform is it really connects us. I know um, I've actually never met Milano and Vera, who I'm running this with, or Em or Ange. I've never met them, but I feel like... I feel like I'm friends because I FaceTime with them, I chat to them, I'm texting them. We followed each other and our social media accounts for years. So um, the track and fashions on the field extend so far beyond the physical and it's something that brings joy. And um, for me, it actually, I was feeling quite isolated when I was on maternity leave and I got a little bit of um, postnatal depression. And Fashions on the Field gave me a creative outlet, but it also gave me a whole new group of friends. And, um, yeah, and the girls are so nice and welcoming and it's such a lovely community to be part of. I feel very, very grateful. And um, I've been part of this community for many years and I will always continue. Um, and that's, that is why these events are so important because they do offer so much more than just fashion and these girls really do look forward to these events and and even if you're not actually participating I know when there's a race day coming up interstate and I'm like oh I cannot wait to see what this girl does or what this girl does or um so yeah you know we do put a lot into it and it does take months and months and while it is so aesthetically pleasing it's also so much more than that. Absolutely. So if someone is listening at home or happens to catch um, this on one of our social medias, how can they get involved with the the virtual fashions on the field? Yes, so absolutely. Please follow virtual FOTF on Instagram. And I also highly encourage them to follow our social media accounts too. So 
best dressed access is mine. And then Vera's is Get Racy, Milano Ime's is Milano Ime, or there's It's All About the Sash or On Track, On Trend. They're probably the biggest social media accounts you'll find in Australia. And they're run by real people who, um, you know, we're girls who are passionate about this community and we've been in the community for ages and we love it and we welcome everyone with open arms and, you know, please get involved and there's a place for everyone here and um, get involved, guys. Well, we can't wait to see the next round of um, what you guys have for fashions, uh, virtual fashions on the field. Thank you so much for sharing about this amazing initiative, particularly at what's quite a challenging social time for a lot of people. It's fantastic that you're able to come together and provide an outlet for the community. Oh, thanks so much, Lauren, and thank you for having me and um, sharing our story about virtual fashions on the field with all your listeners. We're absolutely thrilled to be interviewed by you. And, um, yeah, we'd love everyone to get involved and jump onto those social handles and look forward to seeing all your beautiful outfits. Thank you for listening to this episode with Bethany. We'd like to thank our Patreon podcast supporters, the Millinery Association of Australia, Catherine Cherry Millinery, the Hat Academy, the Essential Hat, and Louise McDonald Milliner. You can show your support of this Millinery Info podcast series by becoming a sponsor. The link is on our website. From just $15 a month, you receive a thank you in our monthly podcast, link to your website on our podcast articles and website, and our newsletter. You can show your support ongoing or for a set period of time. It's a great way to have your business, supplies or event heard about in the ears of milliners across the globe. Keep up to date with our latest podcasts or look back through past episodes on our website or you can follow along in your favourite podcast app. If you know someone who might be interested in taking a listen, how about sending them a link to your favourite episode? We hope you've enjoyed this episode with Bethany and we look forward to bringing you another episode soon.